This podcast is designed for you to discover more about who you are, to challenge your old adopted beliefs, and to expand your awareness of what's really possible. I'm Adam Esco, and this is The Unspoken Agreements. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Unspoken Agreements podcast. This is Adam Esco, your host. I want to start off by sharing a little bit about myself. If this is the first time you've been here, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for support. Thank you for sending me messages on the back end and sharing your thoughts or what clicked for you or what didn't click for you. Love hearing about it. The idea is to share messages with with people that could actually impact and transform their lives for the better. So people get the results they want out of their lives and they're not living under an old unspoken agreement, putting that in air quotes right there, Um, not living under an old paradigm that's just not serving them anymore. So I am uh, someone that helps professionals who just feel trapped in their work. They've They are operating under old family or societal expectations for work, and it's just not working for them. They're totally unenthused. They're losing energy. They want to grow their own dream business. They want it to be profitable. They want to have financial security. Uh, They may have, like, they kind of have this idea of what would be cool, but then right after they have those ideas, self-doubt just goes flooding in, and it causes them not to make any movement but they know they need a change. And so what I do is I help these individuals work on their mindset, work on their emotional intelligence. I team up with a group of strategists. So we come up with a very step-by-step action-oriented plan to take them, start working on their exit strategy to shift them from the work they don't like into having the business of their dreams. And so if this is something that speaks to you, check me out at www.adamesco.com. Also want to, as I usually do, Give a shout out to my production team, Truth Work Media, who've been just incredible to work with on this podcast. Um, They do so much more than podcasting. But if you're someone that wants to get into podcasting this year, next year, look them up. They're awesome. Uh, Can't say enough good things about them. Um, This is a really important and near and dear episode to my heart. It's, um, It's really meant for people that are struggling to find out what it is that they want to do. There's So what I found is there is just this consistent theme that comes up over and over for people that know what they're doing isn't working, but they they really don't know what it is they want. So what I do is I dive deep in why that is and how you start to shift from the not knowing or what, like, what is it? Like, why, what's wrong with me? Why can't I find out what I want into some things that you really need to start leveraging to start finding the answers that you need. So hope you enjoy it. Give me feedback on the back end and yeah, enjoy. Have a great day. One of the questions I get asked the most is, how do I know what I want? I want to find out like what it is that I really want to do, but I don't know what that is. How do you know? Like, how are you supposed to know? And I'm going to explain to you what goes behind the reason why you're, you're not able to find the answer for yourself. This goes way, way, way back. Early on, you made some agreements, most likely, with your parents, your society, your teachers, your authority figures in your life that told you you had to be a certain way and really convinced you that the way you had to be, right, you had to be highly educated. You have to make sure you get a good paying job. 
You have to make sure you work hard. You have to be responsible, have to be practical. And the people that did this and shared this with you may have had really, really great intentions for you, right? Because they may have wanted that from themselves. They see that as a place where um, you could have a, a, a rich life. I mean, use rich in quotes, like a real fulfilling, healthy, safe life. So here's what happens, right? You go through school, you work really hard. Then you go and get to the next level of school. You are working super hard. You finally make a decision on what you want to focus on. Maybe it's something that your parents did. Maybe it's someone, a teacher that you had that you were inspired about and you were like, oh, this seems really interesting. Maybe you went and even worked part-time somewhere and you're like, this seems pretty cool. Because, and, but here's the thing, you only were open to the professions, the careers that fit the initial story, the initial story of you need to go into a profession that is going to uh, help you be super financially secure. And so here's what's available to you because everything else outside of that is unsafe, which might be totally untrue. And you might still be able to get the finances from it and the money, make the money that you want. But that's not the story that comes in. So then you're going through school, you, you find a place where you want to continue to move forward. And you get specially trained to do that thing. Maybe you're a doctor, maybe you're like me, who was a dentist, periodontist, lawyer, anything, real, whatever, right? Something in healthcare. So then you're, you're actually starting to do the work. You're, you're working now. And you're still operating under the same thing. Like, I just got to work hard. I got to do this, this, and this so that I could get really busy, that I could start making the money I want, that things could finally settle down and be stable. Like, once I get to this place, there's like this fallacy, right? Once I get to this place, um, then I could finally, like, take a breath and chill. And, like, I know everything's going to be okay, and I could just show up and be happy and have the lifestyle I want. And so here's, here's what goes wrong. We never get there. We never get there because it's a myth, right? That It's that same thought of like, when do I get to stop? When is it that I get to quit? When is it that everything is going to be enjoyable? But the problem is you're coming from a place of, of lack and fear and need and not from a place of, of deeper sense of purpose and passion. And so what happens is you start waking up and you're like, like I'm, I'm, you realize you're going through the grind, but you're going through the grind in an area and doing the work that you don't even like to do. So then it gets harder and harder to wake up and do the work. And you're looking for other areas in your life to um, help ease that pain. Uh, maybe that is, maybe it's drugs, alcohol, maybe you're drinking more wine, more beer, Maybe you're eating more. Maybe you uh, are looking to travel more. Maybe you just get into Netflix. Maybe you're picking up other hobbies. Nothing wrong with any of this stuff. But the problem is what I'm noticing with the people I work with is that they get so enveloped in what it is that they're doing that they, like when they actually have a chance to breathe, when it finally takes when they're finally like totally drained and they need to get like really, really looking forward to a three or four day vacation or three or four day weekend, 
that then it comes right back up. They get this pit in their stomach and this this feeling in their belly when it gets to that Sunday night. It's like, oh crap, I have to go freaking back to work tomorrow. And I, and for a minute they realize how much they dread it. And then the the whole process starts all over again. So then what does life become? Life becomes you are then the hamster on the hamster wheel. You're just going round and round and round and you're literally trying to find ways to escape from your life because you aren't enjoying what you do for work and what you do for work is taking up how many hours in a week, right? So many. It's work and it's sleep and then there's little time for everything else. So the actual times that you're awake and doing what, you, what you're enjoying doing is like very negligible. And so then you see something on your Instagram, you're thumbing through something, maybe it's on Facebook, maybe it's on YouTube, maybe it's inspiring message, maybe it's something in the book you read, like there's still something inside of you that's like, I'm looking for something more, even though you're not aware of it. And then you're seeing these people that are talking about purpose or talk about passion. And here I am doing the same thing. And you start asking your question like, oh man, what if I, like, what do I want to do? Like, what else would I do? And you're like, well, what if I could do something else? I don't even know what that would be. And so I better just keep doing what I'm doing because I don't even know what else I would do. I'm going to take that one step further. The people that get really serious about it actually go and explore this a little bit. Maybe they talk to a coach. And this is where I end up talking to people. And it's like, listen, I've been thinking about this for a while. I don't even know what else I would do. Maybe they take some assessments online. One of those quizzes that matches you know, what it is that your personality type for, for what it is that you say you should do, which is, I just think is the funniest thing ever. It's like, okay, tell me like who you are, fill out like the things that you like, the things that you're good at, things you're not good at. And then I'm going to spit out five things, five different um, professions that you should, you should consider. I like to me that, that thing's just absolutely hilarious. It's like another, it's another person or thing, or in this case, technology to tell you what you should do. This is the issue. We have been trained, 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 trained to listen to someone or something else to tell us what it is that we should do. It's like first it was our parents. Hey, you need to like you need to do your work. You need to get you need to get serious about uh, education. You need to work really hard. You need to go to school. Um, you need to go and be a doctor, a lawyer. Dennis, whatever. And so you, you adopt that mindset. Like, okay, like someone's telling me I should be doing this and I should be doing this. So when you finally step back and try to answer the question for yourself, you're like, I have no freaking clue. Because that muscle has never been used. So you're like, all right, well, let me go online and check it out. Like, let me like look, take a list at all the professions that are out there. What is it that makes six figures a year. What is it that makes seven figures a year? What what professions? Oh, let me take a quiz and find and put in my personality type and it could spit out five things on five different professions of things that I should do. That is the fault of the logic. That's the lie. It's reframing this from the get-go. It's actually getting selfish. Let's let's leverage the word selfish, right? Because the people that are having this issue have been in a lot of ways, selfless. I'm not saying they're totally self uh, other serving, but they've never really 
been true to themselves and asked themselves what it is that they want. They've been ap- operating in this paradigm with these beliefs that they have to do something because someone else told them to, that that was the right thing to do. That that's what that was the safe route. That was going to give them the joy, freedom, and lifestyle that they wanted. And it was it wasn't true for them. It didn't hit the mark. It was way off because you're still waking. You know that because it's not working for you. You know that because you're waking up. Uh, and dreading going to work. You know that because it's Sunday night and you just had a four-day weekend and you're like, holy crap, I got to go back to work and this sucks. And you know that because when you're actually in work doing the stuff that you don't enjoy, your body being physical health, everything's getting drained. You're energetically drained. You're actually relying on external sources of energy to fill you up. Food, drugs, outlets, all that. And it's just not working anymore. So how do you flip the script? Well, you start asking yourself the question, right? You're still asking yourself the question, what is it that I want? What are the things that I want? Oh man, I've never really asked that before. So how do I, how do I build this muscle, right? You ask yourself that with everything. What do I want? Like, like just everything that happens in your day. What do I want to wear? Okay, well, what do I really want to wear? What is it that I want to say to this person right now? What is it that I really want to say to this person? What is this a conversation I want to be having with this person at this time? Do I have to be answering this email? Well, what if I didn't? What is it that I really would be doing instead? And by the way, like all these things I say has consequences. I'm not saying that they don't. But you're actually approaching life now with, from a different lens. It's from a question of what is it that I want instead of what is it that this person thinks I should do, right? What happens if I do the, if I do something? Let's say I don't answer an email, right? Or I don't answer a phone call or I don't answer a text. What's this person going to think of me, right? Because you're still operating on the mindset that if you don't do what it is that you're supposed to do, that you're going to be judged by someone or something else, and then something terrible is going to happen. That's what's running the game. And so you're going to flip the grit to, to get a new result, to start doing what it is that you love, to find that thing that's going to be passionate and you can make the money and have that work that's just really enjoying and energizing. You're going to have to start asking some different questions and you're going to have to change the paradigm. Because without a new belief system, without necessarily a new value system, you're just going to get the same result. So this is the hard truth, and it's 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 something that's important to hear because if you're sitting there and you're saying, "I just don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, what am I? What do I?" Most likely, you ask yourself that, and you're like, "There is nothing. There is no options for me." Most of the time, when I talk to people, they get to the point where like, eh, "No, there's no real options for me. There's nothing else that I could be doing. I have to settle this. I have to accept it." And that's what happens. They settle and they accept it until it gets to a point where it gets so painful and uncomfortable. Something happens in their life or in their health that makes them make the change. Because it's not that the body... So so what is it that causes the dread? You ever thought about that? What causes the dread, the feeling of dread, if you have that? Like, what's that deeper thing inside of our physical shell, like inside of this body that's giving us that feeling of dread? spirit it's the soul it's the internal guidance system that's saying hey like hey hello i'm in here like 
I'm trying to communicate with you. How am I supposed to do this? This is the way I'm doing that. And hey, freedom of choice, our power of choice, our power of decision is like, my mentor says this, it's like the greatest gift that we have, right? God's not going to choose what we want to do for us. The universe isn't going to choose what we do for us. That's up to us. It's going to give us the signs. It's going to put things in our lives. It's going to have maybe some very challenging things show up in our life. It's going to encourage you to make the shift if that's what it is that you really, really want inside of you to make. But ultimately, when it comes down to the end of it, it's going to be your choice. It's going to be your choice. And it all goes back to that question. All right, so what do you want? Are, do you want to operate from a place of fear, from lack, from scarcity, from low self-worth? From low self-worth. I'm saying that one too. Low self-worth happens when you continue to choose something or someone to listen to something or someone, right? Old conditioning over your internal desires. When you continue to operate from a place of, I am going to be more concerned about the opinions of others than the opinions of myself. That's the effect from decision after decision after decision to live a life that's not really the way you want it to. And the beautiful thing is it could all be reversed. It really can be reversed for you. For you. What do you want? What do you want in every moment? How can you leverage a little bit of selfishness into your life? Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please visit me at www.adamesco.com. 